Recently on my podcast, I had Derek Carr on. Now, Derek is impressive for many different reasons. He's obviously an amazing quarterback, and I'm happy for our local team that he is the guy running the show. But he's also so well-grounded in his faith and with his family. And in this clip, we talked all about that, what it's like being excellent at whatever it is you do in your craft, what it's like balancing work and life, what it's like balancing your faith, and just a ton of other things. So if you're looking to be elite and successful in anything you do, and figure out how to balance it all, watch this clip. You know, for me, I've, I've found something, you know, in Jesus that doesn't waver. You right. Know? And when I feel my emotions wavering, I know where I need to run. You know, I right. know where I need to go, you know. And for me, you know, my faith has always been the most important thing to me. It was one, that's how I was raised. You know, right. My, grand, my grandparents, my grandpa was a pastor. I mean, I can go on. My uncle was a pastor. My you know, we got friends evangelists. My cousins are missionaries, you know, and my mom's a worship leader. My dad was a deacon. My other grandpa was a deacon. You know, I'm just, you know, and that doesn't say I did everything perfectly, you know, but I found something and made it my own. It wasn't when when my faith really became mine and not just my family's was in college because I was finally going through life a little bit. You know, up until you're on your own, you don't really, you know, not a lot of people really experience that hard of times, you know, at least where I was from, you know, I had two parents, I had brothers that loved me and took care of me. You know, I, you know, my parents drove me to school. They picked me up. I was safe, you know, all these kind of things. And so for me, life was not hard, you know? Right. So I was like, yeah, go Jesus, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. but, but once life started to happen to me and I lived on my own and I did this and I did that and I found like just how depressing I would get you know, how depressed I would get, you know, when I'd make certain decisions or I, I'd feel so low, even though I thought I was feeling so high, you know, and, right. and when all that highness wore off and I was sitting there left with what I had done, I'd sat there and I was like, man, I don't want to feel like this anymore. And so right. when I finally gave him my life and I made it my own from then on, it's like, I, I, I now see where I'm supposed to be at all the time, you right. know? And, and there's this, there's this foundation I said that I keep saying it doesn't move. You know, right. and so for me, my whole life, all the coaching changes, whatever rumor, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I just, I've always been able just to stay. Doesn't mean I've, my emotions have stayed that way. Right. But I have something that I can hold on to that doesn't fail me. Like I, I literally was praying like last night, you know, uh, the Lord answered a prayer that I had. And, um, and I remember saying, like, you always show up. Like whether, whether it's the answer I want or whether it's just comforting my heart, like he always has shown up for me. Right. Now let's talk about family because I think this is something that entrepreneurs and athletes struggle with. Um, I actually saw an interview with Kobe back in the day where Kobe was like, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd have worked out and did all my stuff for so long. And then I'd come home exhausted and my kids would be like, Hey, let's go shoot some hoops. Right. And he's like, my kids don't know that I'm tired and that I've gone through all this stuff, but they just want to like see their dad and play with their dad. Like I got to go do it. That's right. And I've seen that as a father now too. You know, my son's three years old. My daughter's um, going to be almost two. And, you know, I come home at work and I'm like, Hey, I got to go do these things um, with my kids. Cause this is really my time with them. And so like we have dinner together. I always give my kids the bath, you know, read to them, go play outside, whatever. And yeah, am I tired? Sure. Like I, I've had a long day doing my thing, but you know, my kids are only going to be young once yeah. and they don't care like what I've, oh, no. what I've gone through. Right. <laughs> That's right. You know, and my, 
you know, my boys, my, my, they're getting older now. You know, I got four kids and the two older ones, they're starting to like realize you're probably a little tired, you know, like, <laughs> and like my oldest would be like, it's okay if you don't want to. I'm like, son, let's go play. Don't worry about me. You know? Yeah. Um, because I always say like, if, if we don't do those things, if we don't raise them, then someone else will, right. you know, whether it's the news, you know, CNN, Fox, you know, who are they listening to? Is it Instagram? Is it Twitter? Is it their friends at school? You know, someone is going to give them that attention in that time. And, you know, I, for me, I want to make sure they're hearing the right things. Right. You know, I want to make sure that what's being instilled in them is correct, you know, based on what I'm trying to teach them in life. And so, like you said, I mean, everyone, no matter what you do, everyone's going to come home tired, you know, whether right. it's people hit, tackling you all day or whether it's business all day, it's mentally draining, you know, yep. it's emotionally draining, you know, dealing with people is usually emotionally pretty, <laughs> pretty draining. Yeah. <laughs> dealing with uh, people is just, it doesn't matter what you're doing. <laughs> it does, no, it does not matter. It's going to be, it's going to be tiring, you know, yeah. especially when they're not wired the same way as you, you know? Right. And, and you have to, as, and I speak to men, like as dads, like you have to step in there and no matter how you feel, like do it. You got to do it. Like, cause if you don't, someone else will, you know, I I've said this on podcasts before where I'm like, you know, all you dads out there, like we all got jobs, dude. Like, yeah. don't matter how much money you're making, like, and we all have the same 24 hours. So how you use it's on you. You know, nobody's making you work the job you work. Nobody's making you, you know, make the decisions you make. You you're in control. Like you can do what you want to do with your time. And, you know, really like the big thing is your life is a reflection of the decisions you make with your time. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. And, you know, when I look at these business guys, especially who are like, well, you know, I want to sacrifice now. Like they'll have this conversation with their wife and like, Hey, you know, daddy's got to work 13 hour days and this is going to be temporary. Temporary turns into years. And, you know, at the end of the day, I, then I see the next progression of the excuse. They're like, well, yeah, you know, the business scaled, but I got so many employees under me and I got an obligation to them and their families. It's oh, like, bro, like you, you missed the whole point of why you were even doing any of this. That's exactly right. You know, and for me, um, you know, keeping, you have to keep the perspective right. You know, so, so many times and it's not bad to be driven. It's not bad to be focused on your work. Like that's what God is. That's what God has called you to do. You should be giving it everything that you have, but you also should be stewarding the relationships that he's given you with your children. You right. Know? And, you know, they, you know, you know, in my ministry, you know, when I preach or when I, or, or in football, you know, in the things that I do, like I make sure that my kids never take a backseat to that. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I, I, I watched preachers, kids grow up, you know, I watched all that. And some kids like hate the church because their dad was never around. Right. You know, and it's like, it can, that can't happen. And, yeah. you know, when you look at, you know, when you look at Noah, you know, at least Noah's family was saved, you know, like mm-hmm. he, he, you know, devoted his time, his energy, his effort to do what God had called him to do. And he also let them be a part of it, you know, and he also led them, you know, he, he was also leading his family and, and help protect them. And so for me, I look at it as, yeah, I've been called to do a job and I'm going to do it with excellence, but I'm also going to make sure that I lead my family. You know, yeah. I'm not going to let another voice lead my family. So I'm curious how you really find that balance, you know, because for me, I have, I've said this before, but like, I don't work weekends and, um, you know, I work from 10 to five, you know, in my morning routine, I get all of 
like my me time and my God time. So I, I do my Bible study. I do my prayer, everything. I go work out, come home, you know, get ready. And then I get to work and I'm already like filled that way. Then I go to work, I execute, I do what I got to do. And then at five o'clock sharp, I got to leave the office and go spend the rest of the day with family, like no more work. And like, that's how I do it. And like my wife, if I were to just stay at the office till seven, she'd be like, what are you doing? Like my head would get wrung, dude. Yes. Um, so I'm curious if it's, how did you guys develop it? Was it your wife? Was it you? Like, how did it happen? You know, um, you know, we were married, uh, you know, my junior year in college. Oh know? man, you guys and got married real young. We got married real young. And then we had our first child, um, before my senior year. And so I told her, I was like, I'm just going to kind of show you. Cause I, and one, I got to see my brother do it, you know, play and, you know, balance his family life and all that. And so I said this, my senior year, I'm never forget my senior year. I was like, I'm going to show you the time it's going to take when I get to the next level. And cause everything was trending that way. And right. I said, this is the time and these are the hours it's going to go kind of going to look like. And so that we can get used to it and let's figure it out. So we started, I started in college my senior year. Like, like I would spend time in the facility. I'd you know, take care of my body. I'm working out, stretching, you know, massages, all this kind of stuff and studying and, and then practice and then, you know, whatever, you know, and then I'm home, you know, and, and I said, during the football season, this is what it's going to look like. And she accepted that, you know, and she helped. And obviously there was, you know, a learning curve for both of us, you know, that when I come home as a dad now with, with our newborn son, like, she hasn't talked to a, an adult all day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My wife yeah. goes through that too. <laughs> yeah. So I have not talked to an adult all day. So I need a little bit of time, you know, and, or it's when I come to the door and she's standing there with him, I'm like, got it. You know, you yep. need some time, you know, and no matter how I feel as a dad and as a husband, that is my priority, you know, and I, and I make sure they always know they're my priority. I have a job to do mm-hmm. and I'm going to do that with excellence and with everything that I have. But when I come home and when I'm in that house, I want you to know you're my priority. You know? Yeah, I'm present. And, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. actually being there. You yeah. Know? Now, that's what I struggle with. I'm, I might mentally just zone out. You know, yeah. I might, oh, you told me to take the trash out? My bad. You know, <laughs> I, I promise I was trying to hear you, but I didn't hear you, you know. Um, yeah. And you know how that goes. But uh, I think it was just, it takes time, but it takes communication, as you probably know too. Like, yeah. the more we communicate with our spouse, like, and we open up about things, the less agitation there's going to be yeah. if that makes sense. No, hundred percent. You know, it, my wife and I, we don't have a ton of arguments um, because typically an argument is like somebody getting called out, mainly me a lot of times. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what am I yeah. going to say? Like, yes, ma'am. We, we've, yeah. we've established what our rules are as a family, yep. you know, and the, the beauty for me as an entrepreneur is like, I mean, I, you're employed, Like, you know, you have a job to do and like, this is the career. And for me, I'm an entrepreneur, so I really have no choice. I'm like, yeah, I I get to choose what I actually want to do. Like, I have no excuse. That's right. That's (laughs) right. Yeah. It's a little different. Yep. But I think, especially too, like there, for me, at least there's a downtime, like an off season. Right. You know, and it's during that time where I'm like, all right, let's, let's go to Disney. Yeah. Let's go you know, visit Clemson, you know, my kid, my boys, you know, Hunter Info was out there and he was like, dude, let's, I'll take him to Clemson, Dabo, show him around. And so they got to run on the field and oh, do all that's that. Cool. But those are memories that I have with them now, you know, right. because yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. This is my time to train and all that, but I made sure they're my priority. Okay. So I, I scheduled that. Now I schedule my training around that. Right. Know? I'm going to, okay. I got to work out before we leave. 
okay, there's a gym at the hotel. I can do it there. You know, like I got to, I don't, I don't give them that burden. I just make sure they have their time. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, it's all communication. And a lot of it is my wife saying, Hey, we need to go do something. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of how it goes for me too. But I, I do think that that's a big key to, you know, having that balance and success is like having a wife who's willing to not just always be like, yeah, do, you know, make the money. Like I get it. Cause I, I hear that a lot. I'm like, no, I mean, your wife should be there to like also keep you like focused and like on the things that matter. Like you were saying earlier, you know, like if I have all the business people, they're not telling me this stuff. My wife is the one who really keeps me grounded for all of this. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't need to do that. That's like, right. <laughs> nope, you're right. You know what? There's some phone calls. I got to call this guy. I got to do this. And then she's like, you know, I'd like to have lunch with you. And I was like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. You know, and, and she, but she has a great feel for it. Cause we've been doing it. We'll be married 10 years now in June. And so we've been together a long time. And so she knows how I'm wired. She knows where my mind's at. She knows everything I'm thinking just based on how I'm reacting, you know, mm-hmm. and all those things. And so, um, it took, it takes time and it takes time on task and communication and all that kind of stuff. But she 100% is, is there to encourage me when she knows I need it. Cause I won't ask for it. You know, I'm yeah. just going to stay quiet and I'll figure as a man, I'll figure it out, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a partnership. She's a helpmate. You know, the Bible says that when a man, you know, leaves his mother and father, they two become one. Right. You know? And so if we want to go forward, we have to go together. Yeah. And so, yeah. Thanks for watching that clip from the Ryan Pineda show. If you want to see the full interview, you can actually find it in the link below. Make sure you're also subscribed on both YouTube and Apple podcast.